said, oh, Lord, Jesus is a fire. What are we talking about? If you understand liberty, you realize that we don't need them to tell us what to do or what we should do with our money. I don't sell crack. I'm a prostitute. Look at that baby. He's so cute. Oh, give me that. They did a great job. Wow. The bottom line is you can't fight reality. And the reality of the situation is people don't like to watch women play sports. I know that. I know I'm supposed to lead by example. I'm the king Sukkot. I mean, it's strange to me too, but we talking about. You want to restrict my right to buy a firearm and protect myself. I mean, how silly is that? I mean, we're talking about. I'm here to stand up for the law-abiding citizens of this community. I am the majority. The majority of the people in this city are law-abiding, and they want their constitutional right to be able to bear arms. I know it's important. I do. I honestly do. But we talking about. So let's do. These are um, some like things that people. This is topics called "What's Twitter yelling about?" One year ago, I was waitressing in a taco shop in downtown Manhattan. I yes, I tweeted. There's a response. You can run that and have a nice day. People are dying. We are dying. Okay. Just some stuff Twitter, that's like social media okay, stuff cool, that people cool. kind of like freak out about and like causes big debates and it's kind of like reoccurring topics on Twitter. Um, the first is, does pineapple belong on pizza? I would never order it. I'm yeah. a fervent um, supporter of just the traditional toppings. I don't yeah. know when pineapple came along, the whole <laughs> one, but was always against yeah. it. But hey, yeah. I don't... I think I feel less bad about people who order pineapple on their pizza than they feel about me when I'm against it. Because they really are yeah. like, you're a fool. I'm like, mm-hmm. really? Yeah. Yep. I like it, but I'm not like, oops. Like, I wouldn't go out of my way. Yeah, I like, just kind of just like warm is like, it's, it, mm, I like cold pineapple slices. Yeah, that's, yeah. Warm, <laughs> that's true too, yeah. Mm. Um, what about where is the best barbecue? In San Diego? Just in the world. Best state world. in the world or San Diego? Lord, barbecue. <laughs> That's hard. That's I'm not really Someone on Twitter will post a meme, like a celebrity or just like someone yeah, will just post something like, oh, look at this awesome barbecue. And then it's like every single comment is like, fuck that. Arkansas has the best barbecue. And then that comment's like, fuck Arkansas. Texas yeah. has the best barbecue. You know, I was never really like a big barbecue person like in my life, but I've, I've had it in a few, a few places. I will say there was one place like, I don't know if it was near El Cajon or maybe a little farther away even. I, it was something called like real barbecue or something. It was like real Texan barbecue. I guess the guys from yeah. Texas, it was recommended to me. I never went. I did have the so place in OB. Out, yeah. What's the place in OB on Newport Ave? That was not bad barbecue. I'm sure by a barbecue enthusiast, it's not the best. But it's like right there. You go down uh, towards the beach more on the left-hand side of the street. It was pretty good. (laughs) What about Japan? Do they barbecue? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not in the same way we do here, but, you know, it's more like soy sauces and teriyaki sauces. But the way they do it, it's pretty much barbecue. They dip the whole, like, yakitori's little shish kebabs. You can get it from anything from, like, a shish kebab of whole cloves of garlic, mushrooms, all the way up to your steak, your livers, your beefs. And it doesn't matter what it is. They dip it in their little, every place has their own little homemade teriyaki-style solution. They dip it in, throw it on the little grill. It's super cheap, though. It's like a dollar a piece. 
really lean proteins, lost a lot of weight, zero calorie liquor. Yeah. You lose some weight there. But yeah. you eat good. <laughs> They're very meat based, right? Like oh yeah, heavily like meat based. Yeah. Steak, yeah, a lot of lean proteins and you know vegetables. They do they do salads and stuff, but it's more like uh, steamed. Steamed or boiled leaf stuff, like, you know, uh, bok choy or whatever, things like that. Like, and then I didn't even know. It was just one of those things that's like, I guess I was just like, was a dumb stereotype believer. But I guess like Japan and China buys all their or most of their rice from us. That could you know be that? probable. That could be Someone probable. Said, so China imports, so like 60% of the ch- rice that Chinese people consume in China is yeah. bought from America. That's like crazy. <laughs> That's like I just always was like, yeah, China makes all the rice. <laughs> yeah, like, I was I'm gonna raise you, this you think about mind, that, you know? right? I'm like, oh, Asia makes the rice, right? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you go back. I, I mean, guess it's mostly Africa and us for yeah. some reason make a lot of the rice. Well, the South's perfect for making rice. Yeah, I it's mean, the water, and back it's like even the cheap stuff, cheap. you know, back to the old days. You know, in the early days, rice was like cheap fodder for enslaved people. Honestly, that's yeah. what they fed them. Was it's rice. easy to fill. Yeah, yeah. It's a big cheap. African food because it's cheap it's easy yeah. to make it's low maintenance to farm and then it's like but you, you get can kind weird of when you eat it food and stews and stuff yeah. and then you just fill yourself up but with you get real weird when you eat you rice flavors you know it's not good sauce. for you particularly like you don't yeah, get yeah. what you need to eat right people are like oh corn it doesn't do anything for you i would say rice does even less because like i, it just I don't remember fills. it's just like a thing. i would wake up <laughs> it's like a paste or something i would wake up at my buddy's house drunk after a night of drinking and you know, we'd be there. I'd have like half a suit on and underwear, <laughs> and he'd come in and be like, "Nico, breakfast," and he'd give me a bowl of white rice, and I'm looking in there, all eating this white rice, and I taste it, and it's literally just white rice that's sticky. There's no flavor to it, and they love it. It's like, but for me, it's, it's like such a bland stuff, yeah. fucking. But yeah, it's like it's I'm just not, nothing. Just it's nothing, nothing yeah. but they're eating it. It's breakfast. Got to eat yeah. food. And it's, like, <laughs> it's like you're literally just eating. Edible but they would nothing. laugh like, at me so. They would laugh at me. There. Yeah, they would laugh at me so hard. They'd be like, "Oh, you don't like it?" I'm like, "Oh no, it's good." They'd already be on bowl three. I'd be like. Drinking it down. Like pouring white claw over it just to get some flavor. (laughs) 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 Um, What about? Did you ever see the ice cream lickers? People who started licking ice cream. Licking ice cream? It was a thing this summer. So there was like it started with one person who just made some dumb video where they like went to a grocery store. Yeah. Took the cap off of ice cream gallon thing licked it and then put it back in there and put it laughed it was like laughing it was like uh-huh. a little vine or something a little instagram video and then put it back on the shelf and so it blew up because all everyone was just like fuck you you know yeah. like, and like every 100 of people are just anger do you think it was just for the views do you think like after they that's turned it, it off he bought it so that's the problem so now it was like you know when hundreds of thousands of people are yeah now, now they're actually doing attention, it it's yeah, still attention so then all these other like dumb little they're trying kids to copycat it or like as jokes and copycat people are starting to spit they were like take go like opening like arizona jugs and like opening it up and spitting in it you know why are all these kids with no money so in grocery bad. stores yeah exactly yeah. what are they doing <laughs> and not like, like, like you steal the food man yeah, what are you doing exactly. like, like, yeah. like steal the tea just don't spit around. in it <laughs> yeah, let's go let's go to the grocery store and spit and yeah, shit okay. be a real kid and go steal the food yeah exactly steal that ice cream <laughs> go, risks, go eat it in the parking lot and then you know I mean I would feel better if a kid spit in my shit than like an adult cause that kid ain't done shit he still lies about not knows, being yeah. a virgin probably hasn't done any hardcore yeah. drugs he's clean the problem is it's a digit it's a record so they're posting it on their accounts uh-huh. you have like their accounts yeah. their pictures and all that stuff and they can 
they geo-tracked the location. Like, they figured out who the original girl was because they knew, based on the... It was like, a girl? The reflection. The, the first one, the ice cream one, was a girl. But it was, like, her boyfriend filming it. So it's, like, her Wait, was this, like, a young girl or an older girl? I think she's, like, 18 because she's, like, okay, about so to go to Okay, so she's legal. That ice cream now increased in value. There's a guy in Japan <laughs> that'll pay... He will pay $800 for that ice cream. $35 bath yeah, water. just for that. How much He'll keep it frozen in his yeah. freezer for, like, 100 years. <laughs> just in there. Maybe lick it once a year, you know? It's like a fetish thing now, yeah. you know? I mean, true. We are that's talking true. about that's, the country where you... only. You're not yeah. saying anything that's not true right You now. buy used <laughs> panties from a vending machine in Tokyo. Yeah. Really, they're there. You don't know where they came from. You don't know if it was a guy wearing it, a girl, a hooker. It's just, someone wants to put $2 in to get used panties out of a machine. <laughs> Strange, but good recycling, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Recycling. So you're for it. So you're for the licking of the ice cream, huh? I wouldn't say I'm for it, but if it's a child that did it, I would feel less grossed out than if it was like... You know, forty-year-old man that's actually um, creepy and gross. Yeah, did all sorts of weird so shit. So they got. Stuff. So the people that got caught because they're just leaving these permanent records. It's like a crime. It's like a federal crime, like tampering with. And you know, if you have any kind of like disease, you could be like charged with like spreading. I know tampering with the mail's a federal crime. How tampering about tampering with? Uh, it was like it was like tampering with because um, it's like um food like F, food regulation where it's like. You're tampering with or altering food. And then it was also, too, because you could be potentially spreading diseases or transmitting, like, STDs or something like that, you know? Oh, I don't know how much of that stuff's STDs. even, like, true. Like, how could you even, like, does the temperature... I mean, could you lick something and then, like, someone eats ice cream and then actually, like, gets an actual, like, actually gets herpes or something? Like, does that work? Or is that bullshit pseudoscience, fear-mongering, like... Either know, way, it's man. gross. But yeah, they were like charging these people with like actual crimes. But I mean, you got to think about. How I just much wanted to ask, like, like the you... dentist. You go to the dentist, right? Have you been there in like five no. years? When's the last time? But you have been before. I got my right? wisdom teeth out like eight years ago. And that was the last seven time. Seven years ago, and then I went like six months after, and they were like, "You're good." Yeah, and I was like. Well, I, <laughs> I remember when I was I think literally haven't been back. I remember, <laughs> I'm like that's good. These, I remember these, I was I'm reading good. about like the, the start of like the AIDS epidemic when it came out, and they found these two people that got it non-sexually, and they and they got it back. These two people had it, and they it's were like the needles, right? That's the big one. No, the they got it from their dentist. That was the only thing they had in common, and I guess. Someone that had AIDS went to this dentist, and they both got it from there. And then you think, so from what? From the scraping tools? Aren't you supposed to be sanitizing those? So, like, you know, we do a lot of things on ceremony and in good faith. But, I mean, if a dentist wasn't sterilizing shit back then, they can still. I mean, how many dentists are out there? It's like the most least regulated form of health care there is out there. The dentist, you always go to the cheapest one, you know? Well, you know who definitely doesn't give a fuck about, like, health and safety procedures? Like, minimum wage people who have to stock shelves at grocery stores. Oh, yeah. You think those guys give a fuck if someone just licked an ice cream, dude? <laughs> they're not. They, they're literally just trying to go home and smoke their weed, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like they're trying to go home and smoke weed and watch Netflix. They, they just need fuck, to make... Dude. See, this is the problem. Like, in California, yeah, they have the whole like legal weed thing, dude. Seal that ice cream up. They got the legal weed thing here in California, and then it's like they just did, like, the old switcheroo. They're like, we're taking everything else away, but you can finally smoke weed, so at least you yeah, won't well, <laughs> it's, like, it's like, no, I want to smoke weed. I want that guy to wear a dress if he wants to. And I just want him to be able to wear a dress, smoke weed, have a bazooka. And <laughs> if he disagrees with my pronouns, I don't want him to put me in jail. That's all. But I want you to be happy, you know, do whatever you want. Well, yeah. What about, um, do you think, 
like, do, what, are, what are your thoughts on like people owning guns and weapons? Like, do you think I should own? I can own a tank. Like, would you would you be comfortable, or would you be allowed? <clears throat> I think that like civilians to own like any military? country that has the audacity to say they're free but doesn't have the audacity to live in freedom is bullshit. I think that yeah. if you can afford it, there should be no government regulations. Like, I, I wanted to buy this Ford Transit. I wanted to live in it. I was looking it up. Ford Transit's really big. I felt a little uncomfortable with it. Ford Transit Connect, a little too small. But they're in Europe, they have a Ford Transit Custom, and they sell it in Mexico. It's perfect. I called it up. It doesn't meet the safety requirements for the United States. I can't buy it here. Why? Does anyone really care? It has a seatbelt in it, all right? It's safer than anything else. <laughs> why can't I just buy it? If I have the money, why can't I have it here? This is America. But as for guns, yeah. I mean, uh, let, let me put it this way to put it short. In the Constitution, the Second Amendment says... Um, a well-regulated militia being uh, vital for the security of a free state, the right for the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Now, the left likes to play with that. They say well-regulated militia. No, it doesn't say you have that, to that be term in one. Has been it says if slipped, you right? wish to be in a well-regulated militia, you obviously make it up from people, and people need guns to make a militia. So, seeing that, and it doesn't say to protect the United States of America, and it doesn't say to defend the government. It says being vital to the security of a free state a free state that means a militia might need to be formed to fight an invading force and help right. the government might need to fight the government itself the yeah, founding fathers exactly, were yeah. very self-aware of that but they, i mean they had just done it themselves the right <laughs> like that's literally what they were doing was that thing the right know? to keep <laughs> that's the right to keep and bear arms is the most trampled on and infringed right in the constitution and it's the only right in there that says shall not be infringed as far as yeah. I know. it says shall not be infringed yeah, it's the most infringed yeah. one. and it's like a felon well we're not going to let him have a gun he has a criminal record so then that's a privilege that's not a right because privileges get taken away from you if someone has a felony he can still go on a street corner and criticize the government they don't say well you're undesirable you don't have the right to free speech anymore because you'll say things that are critical and inappropriate but suddenly he doesn't have the right to bear arms, which is strange. It, we're treating a right openly like it's a privilege, and a lot of conservatives to sort of pander to left people, they talk about, yeah, well, we don't want felons to have guns or this or that. Why? A felon will get a gun anyway. A felon has nothing yeah. to lose. Yeah. He's already been in jail. He'll go get another one. You know? You're just making criminals out of law-abiding citizens, yeah. and that's wrong. And uh, you know the whole assault rifle thing, that can only be solved with education. That's it. They used to have courses in schools about guns back in the 30s and yeah, 20s, and that's a healthy should, yeah. thing. They really should tell you what a gun is, how it works, how a safety works, how uh, you know what a gun can do, you know how to properly handle it, be safe with it. You know they should train everyone because there's even situations where well, Teddy Roosevelt said every American should learn to shoot and shoot I mean, yeah, uh, if you proficiently. Find a gun on the side of the road, you should know how to pick it up, take the clip out. You know, <laughs> like exactly. Sure. It's like you should know like the basic like what it is and how it works and how to function, even if you're literally never going to use one. Well, no, ever. they want they want you to you call the just police know the just in case situation. They want you to call the police so the police can come and be like, I don't believe that you found this gun. I believe that you had yeah. this gun illegally and blah 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 blah. blah. And then you're like, to be oh, connected to a murder. Why wow, are you on June? You know? <laughs> Honestly, the, yeah. Why don't you ask me what I think about the police situation? Throw that in there after the next three. There you go. But I wanted to say because the the well regulated thing i did some research on this um so in the federalist papers they clarified well regulated 
is a flip in terms. So well regulated today, if you say that, that like literally regulation means like the government interfering with transactions, right? Yeah. Like putting di- like certain requirements on yeah, trades, basically. Like, like, like there's a trade happening and the government is like putting restrictions and like limitations on those trades. That's basically what a regulation is today. Yeah. What it was back then, well regulated, meant like functioning well. Yeah. Like operating correctly, mm-hmm. yeah. So like, and they even clarified this. Like, if you, I think it's the Federalist Papers. I might be wrong about that, but it was the Founding Fathers were very like they clarifying this in, in separate documents that well-regulated meant basically like we want you to have operating guns. So like we don't want you to have a cannon that's thirty years old. We want you to have an updated, well-running cannon. Yeah. And it specifically happened because there was some like ship. Andrew Jackson, I think one of the one of the early presidents, I think it was Jackson yeah. or Adams. There was like merchant ships that were getting raided by pirates. Yeah. So these ships like were like, well, we need we want to put cannons on our ships. But these aren't like military ships, these are like trading ships yeah. going to Africa, I think. And so they wrote the president, like they wrote the government asking, like, can we put like really big high powered cannons on our ship? And the president was like, Yeah. Do go do that. You need to go do that. Like you're you're losing money by not doing that, bro. bro. Like you're losing. Like go do it. Yeah. What are you waiting for? Do you think this is a fucking game, bro? And so the whole thing is, it was just like, yeah, like we just want to make sure that you have like really well functioning cannons to defend yourself. (laughs) So that whole argument, like, is almost like people take the wording that's old timey wording that now has been flipped around to justify their arguments, when in reality they're almost disproving their arguments. Well, even that, I mean, because the bay, like, oh well things need to be well regulated it's almost like the founding fathers almost wanted things to be completely unchecked and untampered with if to the point where they were willing to have government resources sure. well equip but i mean <laughs> people with the most updated technology like the highest powering highest functioning you know I but mean, it was like that. It's almost like if you were, if like the government, like these days, like the president was writing people being like, yeah, put a giant high powered machine gun on your ship or, you know, whatever kind of okay. new fancy high tech weaponry. Well, I mean, I think if you really look at the way the whole statement is structured, it's one sentence. It's a real run on sentence, too. It's like how I write. I love it. And it's like they were just so eager to get it out that they just had to, to like, comma, 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 comma. No semicolons in there. I still don't know how to use a semicolon. I think I throw one in every five years to seem smart. Yeah, just I'm kind like, of, yeah, yeah. I might put it there. Be faithful. I do it to be, like, poetic a little bit. Kind of look profound, almost, like, ironically. So this profound. is it and, and how it actually is written. I might have gotten one or two words wrong. It says, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state the yeah. right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed now it says nothing about so the arms that, being the, regulated that in the perspective of having weapons that are like the highest like the strongest and best equipped to defend yourself well i mean not something that's limited right here it says the necessity to the security of a free state so living in a free society that could be from threats domestic or foreign obviously you would want the most up-to-date weaponry right. to be able to combat that exactly yeah. um the now, best capability to defend yourself basically. and nowhere Not in here says you have limited. to be <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't say anywhere that you have to be in a regulated militia to own it it says a well-regulated militia being necessary the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed meaning that when you form a militia it's not an army it's not a standing army you need volunteers to come you want them to bring their own stuff so because we might need this to defend freedom a free state you should be able to if you so choose doesn't say people have to have guns 
but their right to keep it shall not be infringed. I just think that's humorous because it's the most infringed amendment, the most debated about amendment in the Constitution. You know? And there's a whole big tricky thing about Lincoln. I need to do more research on this. Okay, what about The Civil War and the Union. Yeah. So before that, so the Founding Fathers intended there to be no army. Mm-hmm. The whole point was they didn't want a there state, to be yeah. a king with an army. No that political parties. And just enforce yep. laws and stuff right. and just be tyrannical. So the whole idea was like the whole country was just going to be a bunch of different tiny militias yep. that when whoever, when England came to invade us... <laughs> You would. It wouldn't be our army versus their army. It would be our militias versus their army. Oh yeah. And that was the whole premise and the idea. The problem was when the Civil War happened, it broke the country into two sides. Yeah. And when it was over, one side won, and that side stayed. Well, so I mean, now you had an army. So it was like this. Like it was almost like before. It was almost well, like the army was a big collection ooh. of little tiny pockets. We had an army before like that. People. I would say that we basically backslided on the Constitution immediately. Because if you look into the early days, I mean, we we had certain reasons to leave England. England wasn't terrible to us. They put a tax on tea to pay for the French and Indian War, which, I mean, was very good for us because the French didn't care about us at all, and the Native Americans probably would have just slaughtered us with the French let them to because they didn't like us encroaching on their territory. They made a deal with the French because they saw that, you know, the U.K., the English settlers were very ambitious and wanted to spread. The French were like, hey, we just want up here in Canada. You guys can do whatever you want. Just help us kill these people and get these colonies and then, you know. So, I mean, they fought a very bloody war, and uh, George Washington was an officer. I don't know if he was a general or not, but he was an officer in the British Army during that war. And actually, when he came to the first... That's the Seven Years' War, right? Yeah, No, no, that was the French and Indian War. Maybe, maybe uh, Seven Years' War, I don't know if they call it that. That might have been... It could be, though. But um, George Washington, when he came to the first sort of... I don't know, what is it, not basketball, I mean tryouts for the Continental <laughs> Army. He came in a British British military uniform. He came yeah. in his red red right, coat because yeah. that's what he had, you know, and a lot of those guys kept that stuff. But, um, you know, England wasn't overly terrible to us, and then uh, we're like, all right, well, they're taxing us, no taxation without representation, and then as soon as the Revolutionary War was done, we had a new government that needed money, so we taxed whiskey. Yeah, the whiskey. So what's worse, and the taxing stamps. Americans on like all tea stuff or all whiskey? <laughs> so you had the Whiskey Rebellion, and a bunch of moonshiners started rebelling. George Washington himself, the president at this time, rode on his horse with the Continental Army out there, and he shot them all. Yeah. Shot them all. And literally they were doing the same thing that they just justified this whole rebellion for in the first place was taxation without representation but here it was now we have a representative government you elected me so i represent you so i can tax you on whiskey now <laughs> and they weren't too so cool now with it tyranny is justified yeah in a yeah. sense so really that all got back but it's I mean, like the king had unjustified the war of 1812 we had a standing army uh, the mexican-american war which that was really the war that it just was shy of the Civil War, but that was the one that made it sort of complicated because a lot of these generals and you know admirals, they all served together in the Mexican campaign. And this was only maybe 10 years before the Civil War. So while these guys were all junior officers, they were friends, drinking with each other, and now they're commanding armies against each other and watching everyone kill each other in their own country. So it was a really complicated thing. But now the, the whole militia thing... We got away from that almost immediately. But you're right about the regulated thing. To me, back in those times, a regulated thing is like, uh, there's some asshole walking around. He's like, 
clean your gun you know it's like very like like just be proper and when when something happens follow an instruction please please you know like that but i dig i, I know where you're coming from but yeah terms have changed that's important the english language is changing <laughs> i need to look it up but there's like a funny thing i saw where you know because the whole argument of like well, the founding fathers could have never envisioned like the kind of weaponry we have today. You know? Really, Ben so Franklin saying, like, was know, watching his son get electrocuted too. with lightning, well, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "Whoa, there's electricity." Well, they also had like <laughs> machine guns and landmines too, so they knew what was up. You oh, know? they knew. What was <laughs> they, 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 they knew. Idiots, you know? They knew. But so it's like, okay, well, let's let's do that. Let's only have the weapons that they had back then, and it's like this whole thing about like when someone breaks into my house, it's like I'll grab my fucking. Dual cocked pistols, yeah. <laughs> my flintlock pistols, fully and automatic cap, flintlock. Cap dude. the first motherfucker in the face, you know, with yeah. like and take with out like my hatchet shot. and scalp him, <laughs> like lead birdshot that would just rip your face apart. <laughs> <laughs> and the oh, second yeah. a trigger comes, and I take out my musket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> he's like, I take one shot, you know, and he's just like, it's just a giant lead ball that just blows your chest wide open, you know. And then it's like the third intruder comes, and I'm out of ammo, so I stab him. I charge and stab him with my bayonet which is <laughs> triple pointed and unable to be sewn up together you know <laughs> I, I would say this though if there's you no, are if no you're regulations s- against that there's no Geneva Convention if you're really <laughs> serious about your safety and you're in a place that allows it I would apply for your concealed carry permit because people just aren't yeah. taking it seriously when you go to Kmart and you get smoked there's people out there that want to kill you and uh, yeah. you need to be taking it seriously this isn't a talking point Especially this women. is your life. Especially women. And you need to take it seriously. Yeah, women especially. You know, you should be able to defend yourself. I'm not saying that women are physically incapable of defending themselves with their hands or stuff like that, but if there's a violent crime, you can just pull it right out of your purse and the you will be safe. statistics are not in your favor, though. They are not, but let's not go there. We're going down a weirder rabbit hole. Are we on offensive now? Oh, yeah. Because I'll go there. I don't know. Well, yeah. They are not the same. Well, not but, I mean, it's like, I mean, there's a percentage of women out there that could kick my ass. Well, I love it's a very women. Small percentage. I love women that support the Second like Amendment. And I'm not even like a bodybuilder or an athlete, really, I really do. or like a martial art trained man. But like, I can just kind of physically because women are kind of targeted. Most women, women are targeted by. Let alone, a lot like, of if these... I was a freak of nature athlete yeah. or some big fucking but, roided out dude or something who could literally dominate one hundred. Women are really especially targeted by this sort of leftist antics. They sort of oh, yeah. it, it all rode in on the Roe versus Way abortion topic, and now it's like they're they're sort of like held in this limbo by the left that like if you go over there you'll lose your rights to choose or this or that so be over here but i love women that are just smart enough and aware enough to really appreciate the second amendment they're not all rednecks or whatever they don't all live out in the boonies some are very successful businesswomen Uh, one of the wealthiest women i know carries a pistol and it's just like they're taking charge of their own safety they understand the police are not going to help you they will be late if you're still alive when the police come <laughs> it's because you're lucky. Yeah. They <laughs> will be late. Literally, they were outside yeah. the school in Florida for 30 minutes hearing those kids yeah. scream in there because they didn't want to die. They had kids at home. You know, they had a wife at home. Are they going to go in there? It's scary. Uh, it's scary to face that. But no one's going to protect you like you'll protect yourself. Yeah. No one's going to protect your family like you'll protect them. So, and it's easy to conceal carry in a purse. Oh yeah, ladies. They make so, special uh, purses. <laughs> Just keep that in mind when yep. you're thinking about you know the practical realities of can oh, I yeah. uh, defend myself with a uh, gun? You can Just do it. Pack yeah. some heat in that purse. 
Walk around with some confidence, you know. <laughs> Have that confidence, lady, and Get please with it, wear Converse. With it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wear Converse. <laughs> oh yeah. You like Tank Girl? What <laughs> um, well, I wanted to ask: um, Do you think that white people deserve some credit for feeling guilty and trying not to be racist? No. <laughs> Like, haven't we done like a really good job problem. for, like, 20 years of, like, cucking like to, like... people are the biggest problem right now. That make, I really? am one of them, so I feel good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. this whole... But we have been, like, really, happens. like, about all about, like, you know, oh, no, like, Here's there's the too thing. many white people in movies. We need to not do that. Here's the thing. We're really oh. good about that, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's almost annoying. It's like, oh, I bet she's not getting with a white guy. <laughs> oh, it's like in the HBO show. You know you're going to see two gay people and two lesbians have sex before episode five where the straight yeah, couple finally sure, yeah. kisses. It's like... They, they're like overloading and I get it it's been there but now it's just become like a cheap commercial thing it doesn't even feel like integral yeah. to the storyline I will say Definitely, this yeah. I grew up my entire life never thinking of myself as a white person or as a white man or anything like that I never judged anyone else I was very critical of people who live up to stereotypes though people yeah. who, <laughs> who live to be a stereotype because they exist people uh, want to find themselves and sometimes the world, pop culture, tells them how they're supposed to be. And I, I, I don't judge them too critically because it's, it's scary. You want to fit in. You want to be around. And I've gotten bullied and picked on for being myself at times. A lot of people just left me alone because they thought I was crazy, which worked to my advantage because I didn't want to talk to them anyway. Yeah. But the fact I'm trying to make here is that we've created this... I don't know, this identity out of things we don't control. And there's so many things we do control that we need to look at and be judged on or aligned together with. Because let's face it, I mean, there's about, I mean, I'm at most black dudes I know that I'm friends with, they know infinite amount of black dudes they don't like. They don't want to get yeah. thrown in and be like, hey, we're on the same team, buddy. They just want to be on the same team with not even people they have things in common with, but just people people that they agree with on how they view the world you know you got to get to that point yeah just just philosophically about life you can talk to people we get so caught up in the pop culture and uh the whole race thing it really has been a non-issue to me i don't think you know obviously i think the problem comes from state power i think it comes from police abuse people say are the police racist no not intrinsically the problem is police have enough authority that they can be racist and get away with it they yeah. can ask you to do things that are unreasonable, and if you deny them to do those things, you can get arrested for not cooperating. It's stupid. It's ridiculous. Police have way too much power, more than ever before. The whole 9-11 thing just brought that trope in. It's like we had to have all this security, all this respect for authority. And, uh, you know, that was really the catalyst for this was, was cops, and maybe some of them were racist, maybe some of them were scared. Uh, killing people and you know it is it is scary i mean their life is scary too due to the nature of crime but i mean it, that's what really started this thing black kids are getting shot you know but you know you got to look at real statistics i mean more african americans die from other african americans than anyone else yeah. and it's just the nature of the beast you know it's not that they want to kill each other it's that you get sucked into it yeah, yeah. this whole mentality every every fucking immigrant group in the united states went through it the italians went through it irish went through it you're poor you're dirt poor yeah. coming up poor organized crime comes in you know you see somebody who wants to read books and study and they don't want to come in your crooked ways you beat the shit out of them so what do you yeah. do you get some tattoos <laughs> oh, and you yeah. screw up your whole life because you don't want to get beat up 
and you get sucked into this cycle of violence. And, and really, the problems in the United States are not at the 1% like Bernie Sanders says. They're at the bottom 99%. It's how can we re-educate people? How can we get people to value basic human decency, things like that, and get out of this mindset of, hey, it's a dog-eat-dog world, dude, you know, and yeah. all that. A good friend of mine, Justin, black guy, black yeah. man. He's a little light-skinned. You know, he's black but lighter skin, not like dark. But he raised by rich parents yeah. in the suburbs, went to good schools, went to a good college, has a degree. He wears white clothes. I mean, he's very just white, white, white. I mean, he's, his mentality was if you were to like talk to him on the phone for four hours, you would not probably even know he's black at all. I wouldn't even worry if he but was. But he said, though. so his, the thing that always stuck with me and op- kind of opened my eyes to some things was um, he said that by far the most racist, the most racism he's ever felt in his whole life. And he was, went to rich white schools yeah. where he should have been, quote unquote, racistly been like, subjected to racism, yeah, bullshit, yeah, okay. bullying and all that stuff. He said by far the most racism he's ever had is black people. Yeah, because black people make fun of him for acting white. Yeah, they're very against but him. But what is acting but white? He's but that exactly. So he doesn't act quote unquote white. He acts quote unquote rich. Yeah, because he was raised by parents who were wealthy in La Jolla. You know what I mean? What is acting white? Black what is acting thing, black? It's like it, he acts rich. This all developed later when there was a significant but cultural Taylor, divide. Just a thing, but it's like it's a weird yeah. thing because it's like even white people do that too. Where it's like, but this all spawned out of the eighties. I'm well, telling you. But then you. they say, like, oh, you're 70s, acting black, but, but it's like, oh no, you're just acting poor because you're from the hood and you speak. You know what I mean? It's like you speak quote unquote. Like people will say that about white people. Go, oh, why are you acting ghetto or something? And it's like. Yeah, sometimes people are posers, and sometimes people are just raised in the hood where people talk like that. Like, that's naturally the way people are. Yeah. You're not acting, quote-unquote, black. You're acting poor. You're yeah. acting like your circumstance. And you're basically being racist by They're trying to act that, like you know uh, he's mean? culturally like, appropriating like saying white people. He's not being racist. You're being yeah, racist, I, just, you know? I just don't really dig on it. But and, he's, uh, I mean, he, he, he has a whole list of things that he's been called i mean there's an un- it's like a it's like a list of like 20 things of like names that are like what black people call each other yeah when you're a white person and it's all this bullshit of like oreos and yeah yeah Yo, oreos, oreos. All yeah these, like, that, i remember that it's all these like food shits because that was kind of funny oreos. where you're kind of like what yeah <laughs> that's an insult like what yeah exactly. mulatto is the big one mulatto like because he's a little <laughs> light skin too so there's like light skin insults and yeah, stuff mulatto i remember but when it's I like first that but, then, that, but so that's why i'm so asking this because then like i feel like white people have been guilted so much in the last 30 years that like we wouldn't I dare feel, call a black person i feel a, a no absolutely no guilt for being white i think that's the most ridiculous thing i don't think you should feel any shame in the color of your skin and I don't think you should feel any pride How dare in you? it. Well, I don't think How you dare should. you not feel Well, I don't I don't think you should feel <laughs> How dare you not? Like it's so it's like the, these people are so racist in nature that it's like what black pride is good but white pride is bad yeah. due to historical con- I think any pride in your race is just stupid. It's ignorant. It's dumb. You have not achieved the accomplishments of your race. You are not guilty of its crimes. You are an individual and you know, I really think we need to just get away from it at all. What the hell does this government care about statistics to know if I'm black, Asian, white? It doesn't matter. Know my name. Know my yeah. address. <laughs> I'm just, independent. Keep guessing. <laughs> at the end of the day, though, it's just like divide and conquer, right? Oh, it's yeah. like it, it's all obvious that race doesn't matter, but the rich people use it to matter. They trick us into believing it matters and then make us all fight with each other because they want to control us and <laughs> keep things the way they are. 
know, I just don't think that we're that gone as a society where your neighbor's just going to, like, go outside and watch your kids starve. Yeah. <laughs> I won't yeah. give you some food, you know. It might suck, but... I mean, being uh, getting close. Sucks in general, getting close in, in the cities. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of us walking down the sidewalk with tent cities and people shitting on bushes. But and yeah, stuff. it's crazy. And I remember there was my. I do all the time. I mean, once a day in North Park, I'm walking by someone who's like screaming in the air, like some crazy homeless person that's just. Well, like, California ah! homeless is a totally and different. You just kind of walk around them and just well, keep going. California homeless is a totally different yeah. thing. Dude. <laughs> that's normal. These, these guys. people get a lot of money and they <laughs> spend so them on stupid. drugs. Man, they're fucked up. They're, yeah. you know, I don't want to But that's say the state. I mean, it's not like I'm stopping and helping them. It's no. not like I'm stopping and be like, hey, man, do you need me to call, like, someone? Do you need to go somewhere? Like, I'm not. I'm just kind of like, ugh, gross. Nah, well, Get away from me. And, like, I don't I think that that's, day, I don't know? think that's an ignorant <laughs> response, though, really. But I'm I saying mean, that's like, the, that's kind of the, the mark of the society we're in. Like, shouldn't I, shouldn't we have a tight-knit community and, like, people that care about each other where, like, when I see some guy who hasn't taken a bath in five days screaming to God, you know, screaming at the sky, <laughs> shouldn't I stop and help him? You know, who, or shouldn't somebody else stop and help him? Like, but we're, in our, we're in a state of society where it's just like, that's not my problem. I really, I really, Nothing I can do to help him. I, I'm really, just gonna keep, I, I really wouldn't because I've tried to do. talk to those people many times and I don't try and paint everyone with a bad brush or uh, the same brush. But, I mean, I've dealt with a lot of homeless in my life and they're different from area to area. It but, ranges for sure. But yeah. in California, usually they're always on drugs, most of, them, most of them, like the new wave drug ones. And it's just like they just want from you. They don't want to talk to you. They're not looking for social interaction. Like, I'll go and talk to someone, and it's always like an extortion process. And it's like, I'll get yeah. you some food, and it always yeah. gets down to money. It's and more, it's yeah. like, you know, and honestly, I've I've never been in a place in the United States that I wish I could conceal carry more than here. Because you're dealing with like a, an ever-growing population of people who have, like, nothing to lose anymore. They're on drugs. They're very disgruntled. And, I mean, they're yelling to God in the street, yeah. dude. So their reality is very skewed. I never really feel like that until I go to downtown. Oh yeah, downtown, downtown. or if, if you're ever by like Petco or east of, you yeah. know, it starts to really be like, yeah, I need a I mean, I've had people like I almost really wish I had a pistol I, on right now. I've, yeah. <laughs> Just in case. I mean, I've had some people there almost assault me for no reason that yeah, were just same, fucked up. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you looking well, at? Well, that's like yeah, they're like, like cuz they're like, cuz yeah. that's actually like tweaker homeless yeah. desperate people down there. Yeah. North Park is like, I don't know, there's just something about the homeless people will be like, "Hey man, Got any money? Oh yeah, you're like yeah. no. And he's like, oh, cool, brother. Have a good day. Yeah, I like, yeah. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, okay, like cool. I used That's to let kind him of listen or, to or my, it's like some great guy screaming at God, and it's almost like kind of funny, and you kind of just walk away, and you're like, oh, ha ha. You're like, yeah, you go I'm downtown, and it's too, like people brother. like actually kind of rolling up on you, like, hey, hey, oh you yeah, go, what, what are you doing? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it's like a little more intense and scary, and yeah, you see the desperation really on people. Yeah, I mean that's the thing people don't realize is like they think that uh, it can't happen here. And I'll always point to Yugoslavia. You know, Yugoslavia when it collapsed in uh, I think it was 1990, 1991, full-on genocide, dude. Multiple yeah. states coming up, the worst genocide in the modern Western world, I would say. This wasn't a place that was third world. This was one of the most successful socialist quote unquote finger quote countries in the world independent friendly with NATO um, not necessarily abrasive with the east they did their own thing but uh, they yeah, they collapsed and just descended into madness and in 1995 women children men rounded up shot in pits and it's like no food no economy anymore if you don't think that that can happen in the United States uh, I don't know what to tell you because it can when the system shuts off when no more water comes out of the sink 
you're going to realize how your neighbors can really act and people that cared about you. We always talk about fake friends. I think you're a fake friend. Well, you're going to find out who's really fake when someone has the you know idea that you might have some sort of resource in your house that they don't have. Because when people are starving, that's when real human survival instincts kick in. And even the most worst-off homeless people I've seen in the United States are not in full-blown survival mode yet because there's always someone that will help that person yeah. out. But when you see well, they're a still starving chickens, yeah, still sure enough, yeah, exactly. But when you actually start starving to death, and there's yeah. no infrastructure anymore, no police, no firemen, nobody's getting paid, you're going to start to wish you would have appreciated your Second yeah. Amendment right. That's all I can say, because <laughs> yeah. it can happen, and I think it's a it, that is a privileged view to think that it could not happen here, to think that our government that borrows so much money from itself every day dips into the Ponzi scam that Social Security borrows from it every day and still borrows loans from China every day, you think that they really can balance the books that it would never happen here. There would never be an event. And it doesn't even have to be that we fucked up on our own. I mean, any sort of supernatural anomaly we don't see coming can just shut everything off. Imagine if the Internet shut off. We're talking about automatic payments, billing, shipping transactions, manifests. That all stops hospitals stores run out maybe people rob Traffic the stores like i mean <laughs> stoplights look what happened in new orleans literally the entire country was fine and new orleans was fucked and nobody came there to help them the government failed and that was a small isolated area and there were people down there killing each other for a loaf of bread with handguns it's crazy. But there's also like conspiracies about that, right? Was that all on purpose? Oh, it was, was all on purpose. Was it all a big uh, false flag on purpose thing? Well, uh, before we get done, I don't know when we're going to get done, but I do want to bring up as an end point, at least somewhere around there, um, Yuri Bezmenov. He was, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with that name. Further than Yeah, he did a few interviews. The spy that, yeah, the defector, yeah. KGB defector. But uh, I remember I watched him a few times as a kid when I was very much he like. He had the whole idea of, of the whole theory of like um, the Soviet Union was going to plan on collapsing on purpose uh, well and it was all yeah, a giant yeah. secret plan to like actually win not, the cold war not so much so that you it win was the cold war by pretending to lose the cold war and then you get your enemy to like no let their he guard didn't down. say that per se he was very much vested in the idea that the soviet union would continue existing he knew it had problems yeah. but the whole idea behind it is that the implementations that the kgb invested in the western education system and in the media sort of became its own monster. It just started breeding on itself. It doesn't really have a controlling agent. But uh, he said it would take 10 to 15 years before we'd notice a sort of a shift in destabilization. And he said the reason because of that is is that uh, it takes 10 to 15 years to sort of indoctrinate an entire generation of children in a new way of education. And, I mean, think about it. How many times did you go to school where your parents said, they're teaching you that now? What are you, yeah. they're telling you that? <laughs> and, like, to them, they don't care. They just got to go to work to make their meager money. You need new sneakers. You're fucking, you know, you have the flu. You're sneezing. <laughs> yeah. They're not paying attention. But he said, yeah, he said that he learned very quickly that the KGB was not heavily vested in spending money in espionage he's like it's not like james bond they're not stealing your spy plane documents they're talking to people they're meeting people in the media celebrities people they can blackmail um people in the education system and i mean look at it you want to talk about baby boomers look at the whole i mean that's the communist training camp as most universities you can almost see that most of the professors i'm talking about semi-bald ponytail beard yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't write a non-critical paper about Bernie capitalism Sanders, yeah. 
Bernie Sanders. Well, Bernie Sanders, yeah, almost like him. They look like Bernie Sanders. Yeah, yeah sort of, yeah. And very Young angry and animonical, and they think they're very right, and they've usurped this position of moral yeah. superiority. Yeah. Just because they got there. Just yeah, they because they're the right. there. They're on the throne. Yeah. The education system <laughs> in the world is completely different. They must be smart. They have the job. But yeah, he said that he said that the reason he wanted to defect and became disillusioned, he called them useful idiots. These type of people, the people that'll be raised in this education system, the people who are in charge, they're useful idiots. He was told when he was sort of a contact not to even worry about Western leftists that they were political prostitutes. Try and get into conservative media. Try and get in places traditionally that are anti-left and start dripping this in. Get into the universities. We want to get to children. We want to introduce the ideology of the enemy to a new group of children over there. And Khrushchev brought it up in the 60s. He blabbed about it to Kennedy, whether he was serious about it or not at that time, because it was several years before this. But he said that uh, we're going to give you a, sort of an IV of socialism until one day, one day you guys wake up and find out you have communism. You know, It'll come in minor forms, very slow forms. And, uh, I mean, look at it. It's been about 15, 20 years later. And, uh, he, you know, he said there was no real political agenda for it other than to destabilize a country. And now we have people walking around. The gender topic is up. That's a hot topic. It's like 10 years ago, if you would have said that that would have been an issue, a seriously taken issue, no one would have even thought anything of it. But, I mean, we're at the point where we're so wound up. Reality is so skewed from person to person. Uh, scientific scientific research can be thrown aside uh, emotions can trump all he said that you'll have a generation of people that are so ideologically inclined that they won't know fact from fiction oh, yeah. you can put a fact right in front of them and they won't recognize it yeah. and uh, I Plus look at that and there's CIA some too, right? there's some really shocking correlations there I think there's a <laughs> the former CIA director in like the 82 83 84 era came out and said, like, we will know when the programming's done when everyone believes, like, fact is fiction and fiction is fact. And it's the whole 1984 concept where if you can flip people's brains and understanding of society upside down, you now, not only do you now own and control their minds, but you own and control their bodies as a result, and you own and control history. You can control the future, you can control the present, you can control the past. Like, there's so much, like, power in, like, having people, like almost see things in the opposite or believe things to be the opposite of what they yeah. really are. That's a lot of the drug thing, too. I mean, get people psyched up on all these drugs and alter their minds. I mean, I'm worried about the ones that are state. in power, though. The but it makes people, it makes power. a populace that's easy to dictate and control, you know? You're Nancy Pelosi types. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, we're talking about reparations well, for yeah. slavery. I mean, are you kidding me? Who are we going to pay? I am for paying anyone who lived in slavery. Yeah. Show me one and pay him. But really, I mean, my grandfather landed on Normandy fucking beach to kill actual Nazis. Does that mean I can wear his World War II victory medal around him? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, there was a guy at had work with me, and he was, you know, uh, very adamant about it. He's like, yeah, reparations, reparations. And I said, so how much should you get paid? He's like, well, they said, what, this much money and 40 acres and that and that? I'm like, so you deserve that? I said, did you have a relative that was a slave? He's like, probably. I'm like, uh well, I bet you Probably. that he Probably has not. quite a lot of offspring. And I'm like, so yeah. what are they going to do? Are they going to take what they would have given your slave relative and divide it up by 80 relatives yeah, exactly. so you'll get a dollar and 25 cents? Or do you all each deserve 
the full payment that someone who actually yeah. was whipped and lived in <laughs> yeah. suffering yeah. while you played Xbox and drank soda and lived a relative uh, life of luxury in this modern time. You deserve reparations for an immense hardship that, uh, I mean, honestly, someone that's as weak-minded as a human being in this current generation, they probably wouldn't even be able to live five days of uh, forced enslavement, honestly, oh, yeah, like sure. any of us. I don't even think people can understand that, but just to say, like, what a petty idea that uh, the government's just going to shill out money to people because they're of a certain race that was oppressed a long time ago. It's like, well, what, I, what does that even mean? I How do believe that... in reparations, just not based on race. So I think I think millennials should get reparations. For what? From the boomers. Oh, really? For uh, just yeah. ruining well, our we're lives. We're still affected. Yeah. <laughs> we're alive. We're alive. And our lives are ruined. I want to get reparations all for every speeding ticket. So you I guys, got. the boomers, your punishment is you guys don't get to retire. You have to pay us reparations for t- taking mean, our jobs and ruining the economy. And I'm serious, starting though. endless wars that you just don't give a fuck about. While we all like fought in them and died in them, you know. I don't we understand. I really don't understand how reparations anyone, for millennials. Yeah, I really don't think. <laughs> I really don't think how anyone can take reparations for slavery seriously. Yeah, it's dumb. It doesn't Even make any too, sense. Even too, because there's like just dumb things where it's like you know Kamala Harris, right, running for president. She's black. She's like very pro reparations, but it's like all you have to do is just Google her family and see that her grandfather owned slaves. Yeah. Like not her, not you know, because she's Jamaican. Her family's from Jamaica, where they abolished slavery later on. Yeah. Her grandfather owned people. Yeah. And she's like saying that like black people in America need reparations. It's like, bitch, start with yourself, you know. Dude, Americans <laughs> like, how many are contradictions just out so there where when you really look themselves. up your when you really look up when these black people that quote unquote deserve the reparations look up their family tree, you're yeah. gonna find that your family actually owned slaves too. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? So then you're gonna start just getting these tricky cases where. And then you're going to have white people that were slaves. You're going to have white people that were Just think about how much fun we could be having right now. Too. Think about all the fun we could so be having. Dumb, yeah. And we're still <laughs> so worried about stupid, reparations yeah. from something yeah. that happened over 100 years ago. Yeah. That's another thing. Not it's even happened. Just ended. Play. Ended in a very bloody conflict. It's a power play. It's the Democrats yeah, want to it's more shilling, dude. take it's tax more money from knows. people and say, fuck you, we can do it. You know? Exactly. We have that much control over you. But it just doesn't make any sense. And will it end then? Will there be like a written agreement? Like, okay, you can't complain about <laughs> anything anymore, anymore because we paid you a hundred dollars you, to, you can't like, you can't give in because they just you give in and it's just now it's on to well we need more reparate we need more reparations yeah, always or, more something it's not it's enough just a human thing i mean you well, know it's like you, with the holocaust they're still doing that with the holocaust where it's like germany needs to pay east germany never paid there's a, a lot dime. of countries like like greece has paid a bunch of money and it's like they barely had any involvement at all you know yeah. it's like they were almost forced to like be partners with hitler out of circumstance but like now they have yeah. to pay reparations for 70 years fucking east they just recently like they just recently tried to get poland to pay reparations for holocaust how much do they got to like, pay dude they're Leave literally i mean people in poland are like what are you i mean People aren't even alive anymore that lived through that. And you're When's to Russia going to have to pay know. reparations to Poland for all and those officers they killed? Lithuania, well, yeah, Latvia, I mean, think all about the people that. They Poland illegally was did. the victims. To, you're Why trying was to make the Holocaust the so bad? Pay for the Why other was the Holocaust so trauma, much you know? more yeah. bad that it, it causes this extortion of money almost 80 years later? Yeah. 
Why? Because well, it doesn't. It's a bad. It's about to end. Everyone's kind of over it. But yeah. <laughs> but, but why <laughs> was it? Like, why was guys. it so much worse <laughs> than the gulag system or any of that cruelty? Well, yeah. Just because we made no, it no. into this like sort of oh, well, it's not fair because well, it was we racially see based. All the time. That's what, yeah, movies. It's and it's, you know, it's like. I don't know, man. It's just, I don't know. I, I feel mean, you like could maybe vaguely kind of make that with like Germany, but like to just keep saying that like Poland, man, Poland was the victim in World War II. Poland got fucked worse than any. You know what I mean? So Slavic you're trying to go after a world, victim dude. of the Nazis and say that somehow they need to pay the other victims of the Nazis money. It's just so absurd where you're like, fuck off. And so the reason I brought that up in overall is because like to add to your point, which is like. You're trying to get white people who like like me, like my family, wasn't even here. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm white. My family was not here yet. Yeah. I had a little bit of my family here, and they were in fucking Illinois, where you didn't couldn't own slaves ever. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like zero percent chance my family ever had anything to do with any kind of slavery ever. And by the way, they fought in the Civil War for the North to end slavery. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, fuck you. I'm not paying any reparations. Fuck yeah, off, you know? It's just, we're in this But you flip that around and it's like just so like that. It's like, dude, well, it's just so stupid of a concept where... I, mean, I honestly don't even try talking to people my own... And if anything, I'm a victim dude. too. My family was Irish slaves. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's actually a real thing too. I mean, there's other people that are slaves. There's people that are African migrants that come over. They or their families were slaves in Somalia or we're slaves in slaves. Libya. Or, yeah, I mean, so there's just so much of, like, gray area and blurred lines and, like, who's determining who's a slave or not and how many generations do you get to go back? Where are you drawing these lines? And, like, it's just such a cloudy mess where at the end of the day you're just like, can we just stop talking about it and just fucking whatever? <laughs> stop worrying about whose grandpa did did an evil thing or whose great, 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 great grandma like did, a, did a bad too, thing man. one time. Like, bring it back to yeah. yourself. It's like, let's just kind of right now work on our problems. Be <laughs> like, if we destroyed but, all the history books tomorrow, if there was a big fire and we threw them all in there and all the data banks were gone and it was all whispers and legends, how... How militarized could people get? How angry could people get about things they didn't even know about? That's, Very, when, yeah. that's when you really realize what affects you and what doesn't. You know, when you have the knowledge of something and it seemingly affects you, or you don't have the knowledge of it and it doesn't affect you. I'm not talking here about like radon gas that's like <laughs> not brain cancer and all this. I'm talking about things that literally have no effect on you at all anymore, no bearing over your life. You're just mad about it because you think, like, I mean, honestly, it's a logical thing. I mean, if I was an African-American, maybe I'd be like, yeah, that fucking sucks. You know, they watch a movie about it or hear an account, a written account of slavery. Like, man, I would be so angry if I was forced into that just because of the way I was born. And they get, you know, people can get locked in that mindset. But at the same point, are you, though? Like, are you being forced into that? I wouldn't have liked being an Italian-American coming to New York and getting called a WAP and, you know, doing all that shit. But I don't hold any grudges against it because it has never happened to me. And even if one off person is a bigot uh, towards me or or over anything that I am, I just write it off as like, that's another asshole I don't want to talk to. There's no (laughs) institutionalized thing that's coming after me. Like... There's so many things that were not on the market in the United States now. Really, it's like it's become like a victim pyramid. Like, who's more victimized? Minorities, uh, homosexuals. Uh, who is it? And yeah. then there's like inner uh, sort of these inner victim mentalities within them. It's like, 
Well, if you're a gay white dude, you're less of a victimized person than a gay black dude because their community is not very supportive of homosexuals, whereas white people are more supportive of homosexuals. Like, I went over yeah. this whole, I forget who it was that was talking about it, but they did this whole little like vlog about it and they were talking about it and they, they brought out the new gay pride flag and it had like a brown and black bar on it. And they said, we need to have these on here because of like Hispanic and black homosexuals are not included in this flag. And like... Some people just went right along with it. They're like, yes, it's good, it's progressive. And then there was a lot of like, now there were gay people that weren't on the bandwagon. Now they were the bad guys. They were conservative gay people. <laughs> they were like, well, why would we change the rainbow flag? The rainbow flag doesn't represent skin color at all. It represents the yeah. rainbow. There's no yeah. black or brown in the rainbow. This is the rainbow flag. Everything represents a different quality that you know a good person should have. And it shows that yeah. you know gay community is good people. And like there was like this ultra sort of radical group that was like, no, we need to have brown and black in there now. And it's sort of like a thing, like at the last Pride, there were people who were flying the flag that had the black and brown on it. And there were people who were flying the regular one. And you know, it sort of started like a whole... Like, Infighting. This, this whole like idea that it's like, so like, wait, now gay people, just being gay isn't enough to be having been oppressed. Yeah. There's people who are gay who are more oppressed for other... So it's sort of like yeah. this... This this like web that's coming out from a person's like how many things can I be yeah. oppressed by to <laughs> how add much it of a up victim so can I can matter yeah. yeah and it's well, really yeah. sad you know this whole it's a victim. victim Olympics I mean that's yeah what it's it's not a good way to yeah. it's not a healthy outlook it yeah. won't make you happy and it won't help you build relationships with people that are a member yeah. of a group that you view well, as no a, one wins. a victimizer no one wins the competition yeah. never <laughs> the spectators included um, but I wanted to get to this section. Um, just thoughts. So I'm going to kind of pull out some like terms, some key terms, some topics. Sure. Just get your thoughts on it. So the first is the wind. The what? The wind. The wind? What do you think about the wind? It's not cool enough here. <laughs> not enough of it? Wind. <laughs> yeah. Wind's all right. I mean, yeah. I got wind burned before in a boat. That sucks. <laughs> I guess that's when you realize yeah. how fragile you are, that the wind can hurt you. Like yeah. That's pretty bad. It just proves that humans aren't made for this planet. No. <laughs> We're aliens. Uh, what about makeup? Makeup? Um, yeah, I like it sometimes. Yeah. Uh, it depends, you know, how I'm feeling, if I want to wear it or not. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If it's Tuesday or not. No, makeup. Yeah. <laughs> um, how about China? China? Dangerous. Yeah. Probably the future, though. Probably the future, though. Yeah. It's their next century now. Ours is done. Next superpower? Oh, yeah. They're already there. What about LeBron? LeBron James? One of two basketball players I know. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> I know Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, Michael Jordan. <laughs> so one active player. And <laughs> yeah, one active. Is LeBron still playing? Yeah. Oh, he's getting up there though. He's got to be. He's right? getting there. Yeah. I was surprised to hear Kobe Bryant. Wait, Allen we'll Iverson still playing? Though, so I Alan, think he'll probably play for a while. So. Is Allen <laughs> Iverson still playing? <laughs> no. Uh, cool. Uh, maybe, the maybe like oh, Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. LeBron James. Yeah, I don't follow sports that much. What about uh, taxation? Taxation is theft. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, taxation, Correct taxation ding, ding, ding. needs to get greatly curtailed, <laughs> completely out of control and yeah. abused. How about Putin? Putin? 
Putin's an interesting person, I'll say that. I wouldn't want him to be the leader of my country because he's a shysty despot, but I oh, do yeah. believe that he is not um, hes not wrapped up in what I would consider to be a new world government that's trying to form, and I think he's a little too well established that we can't make him go away like we did Gaddafi or we failed to do with Assad. Yeah. We can't just have a Facebook uprising there, and then what <laughs> happens in Saudi Arabia, turn off yeah. their servers because we need those guys. Yeah. Well, yeah. We can't just make fun of their Olympic games and hope that it <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> causes like election results to change. Exactly. Oh yeah, if we're but, talking about that, never was an issue. Never thought they. I think they may have always tried to tamper with our elections, but I mean, of course they did. Don't not think. Of course, I mean, of course, every single country in the world tries to tamper on our elections. Oh, yes. Like duh. We're the most powerful country with the biggest. Well, military wasn't that Mueller ever. report real? You would be a fucking weird? idiot if you were the world leader of Saudi Arabia. You would be a fucking idiot if you weren't trying exactly. to put in power in America someone who is influential to your country. Wasn't that whole Mueller report real idiot. weird, though? I mean, it's Every like they were like, the for months and months, we heard about a year even, over a year, like he's going to jail, they were tampering. And then finally when the report came out, the Republicans treated it like a victory and the Democrats treated it like, well, now we have the evidence we finally need to impeach him because he tried to obstruct this investigation that found out that there was no tampering. <laughs> like, well, right. It oh, just yeah. keeps going and going. It's like, Lord. Oh, yeah. It's all cool? nonsense. It's just money. It was a, that was a big scam. That was a big swindle by CNN to make a bunch of money. I think Russia has <laughs> How do we convince all the people who are mad at Trump to turn in every night? Let's just keep hysterically making up conspiracy theories about tampering. I mean, we can... I, I just, I really am a firm believer in that whole Trump derangement syndrome. I think, yeah. like, once you're there, there's, like, certain trigger words, and when you hear those trigger words, it's just you just shut off, and you're yeah. like, he's a racist, he's a bigot, he's everything. I mean, Orange he might be bad. a little bit of a, a, an unpolished, uneloquent, uh, sometimes dopish person, but, I mean, you know, I don't know if he's every uh, horrible thing that they want to throw on him. <laughs> yeah, he's literally Hitler, though, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so don't forget that. He's literally Hitler. Oh, well, I talked to a British guy downtown at Patrick's <laughs> one night, and he said, do you think that Trump is Hitler? And all the girls around him went, yes. And I just went, no. And, and they looked at me like, and he was like, what do you mean? I'm like, I think you'd have to be completely illiterate about history to think that Donald Trump is Adolf Hitler. Oh, well, yeah. In any way It's at also all. pretty offensive to the people, yeah. the victims of Hitler. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to say that just like a, a president that's just kind of kind of disliked is like the same thing as like the worst. He's not even as bad as Mussolini, <laughs> and that guy was just a dope. It's kind of offensive, actually, to like actual survivors of Hitler's uh, brutality. You know, especially ones that support Trump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about the moon? What do you think about the moon? Well, the moon, I mean, it's up there. I don't think about it too much. Did we walk it on it? There? Did we walk on it? Is it up there? I think so. I don't <laughs> Honestly, Do I could know? not say. <laughs> I could not say. What's up with it, though? What do, you, you know, do you think it's fake or something? I don't think it's fake. I mean, it's a really peculiar thing. I mean, if it's broken off from something else, it's pretty fucking loud. <laughs> yeah. um, Why does it not spin? Isn't that crazy? Yeah, but... Doesn't, I think uh, my new theory, my new crazy theory, is that it's like a it's a flat. Maybe it's just like so it's like a like a coin. It's like a coin in the air that like so is you're just a flat mooner. I'm a flat mooner. Yeah. Lord have mercy. Dude. The Earth is round, but the moon is flat. That's I swear. The moon is just a. Think about it, because like you don't, it doesn't, it doesn't spin. If it was a ball, it would like almost because of gravity, it would have to spin, right? We see the same side, almost like it looks like 
a thing, like a coin. And it's almost like thou, because like even like three thousand years ago, it's the same picture that people draw, the same craters and That's everything. That's true. I don't know. You so know, it's, it's kind really of like, dude. I think it's like a nickel. Like if you were just to like put a Ooh, nickel in the sky. Strange. I mean, we do spin. <laughs> and yeah. We do spin. <laughs> that we rotate around the sun, but I feel like maybe. But the sun's round for sure. The The moon is flat, but the sun is round. Rotate around a nuclear reactor that gives us cancer. It's like I'm a victim of the sun. I want reparation. Someone just I heard I heard someone say like yeah like the Earth is is um, round but flat and I was like what and he was like it's round but it's so big. (laughs) <laughs> like we think that the earth is like kind of small but really the earth is enormous and we're just on like one tiny little portion of it so our earth is actually flat like if you were to like talk I about earth as we know it I never got but we're just that. one part of a bigger ball you know what I mean yeah. So we are kind of relatively flat but the it's because we're earth. like actually on a huge ball earth I don't really think about that whole conspiracy too much. Like, I don't even yeah. get mad at flat earthers because I'm like, I don't care. Like, yeah. I, I can dig it back in our old times. Just leave the insults out, uh, and I'm fine. I'll, 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 I'll listen to your theory, but then some flat earthers are just like, oh, these fucking dumb idiots, oh, satanic, yeah. globe earth, blah, blah. It's like, dude, okay, just leave the insults out of it, man, you know? Yeah, exactly. And then flip side, too. These dumb idiot flat earthers, blah, blah. It's like, yeah. I, I mean, I don't really give a shit. Maybe they're not, you know. I don't know. I just want automatic oh weapons. I just want artillery and fortifying oh, <laughs> body armor. That's what I'm about. <laughs> what about uh, intellectual property? What do you think about that? Intellectual property. I mean, It's difficult, you know, it's a concept. I mean, I could understand you create an idea and it makes a lot of money. You're going to feel bad if you get robbed. But, I mean, in a truly free system, I mean, we see the Chinese do it now. We're getting mad about intellectual property. But, I mean, if the Chinese can make a phone that's exactly the same as the iPhone and they can do it for way less and uh, there's no name brand inclusion, then I'd probably buy that iPhone. And I probably yeah. that. <laughs> that's me as a consumer. I work for a meager wage. I do what I do. And I... If I can have the same phone do all the same things and I'm not blinded by, you know, logos or labels, I would do that. And I think we need to get more competitive and I think we need to realize in the day and age of uh, replication is getting so easy to do. I mean, with the just different types of technology we have in manufacturing, 3D printing even, things like that. It's yeah. like we got to find a way to just always be competitive. And I feel like we get caught up in the name brand thing still. Your, you know, your Rolex, that the, uh, ten thousand dollar automatic yeah. watch, the most inaccurate, expensive watch in the world. Oh well, yeah. And it's or the like, diamonds, the yeah, shiny diamonds uh, and jewelry and stuff. It's like yeah, we need to get away from that and start being really competitive because uh, eventually a name's not going to be enough. Yeah. And More like they useful. Can just fake it. You know, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can just market yourself and make it make yourself uh, valuable. Exactly. But yeah, intellectual property is causing problems. And, uh, I would be mad if someone stole my idea, but I wouldn't be mad if someone did my idea more affordable than me and I was being greedy and they undercut me. Yeah. Of course, the commies can do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm a big like property rights guy, but yeah. I have a tough time. I kind of always just tend to end up being like, dude, fuck intellectual property. Yeah. Almost like if you make a mu- like if you write a song. It's like, 
I don't have any problem with you like making money off of it, but I don't see how you have now like a monopoly on that song. Yeah. Like you have like art. Like you've made art. Like if you make a painting, if you physically paint something, you know, like yes, that physical painting you're holding that you just did is like yours and physically yours and should be like your property. Stuff, it's really a but if you make a song, it's a little different because like you're making a musical tone and you're putting it out what? there. You don't you don't have any real physical way of enforcing your possession of that What's or my thoughts. Like on a podcast, like I share my thoughts. There's no yeah. way for me to enforce having you not own my thoughts now or use my thoughts or like a song like, like i write a song there's no way for you for me to stop you from just picking up a guitar copying the notes and mimicking the words it would be really stupid like in my Zeppelin, opinion for me to like go hire a military to come shut you up yeah. because that's my intellectual property it's like i have a tough time with that I but if I was to make a painting and you go into my house yeah. and take my painting off my wall and that's, put that's it, property, that's where it's like, okay, that's my fucking property. It's not intellectual anymore. It's but it is kind of intellectual because you did physically use your mind to make that painting. You know what I mean? The value is in yeah, your intellect in on the Copying painting. Copying a song and there's just, To me, there's a difference. Yeah. Stealing a crate full of albums from Exactly, yeah. I think intellectual property when it comes to artists like that's sort of a scam. Like Bob Dylan, yeah. I mean, he's like the most elusive artist. You can't find him on any streaming services, really. Yeah. Not his whole catalog. You have to buy his album. But you, but I could pick up a guitar and play his songs. Exactly. And like, what are you going to try to sue me for that? Or are you going to try to like ruin my they career make it because look of like that? it's protecting the artists, but it's really like protecting Columbia because they're the ones that get all well, yeah, the money yeah. from all those lawsuits. It's their intellectual property, yeah. really. And as wealthy as someone like Bob Dylan is, he will never be as wealthy as his work made Columbia Records wealthy. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's the, at that point, it's like protecting its own. It's at the corporate skeezy level. The person who could never be an artist but was smart yeah. enough to realize artists can make money. That kind of oh, yeah. kind of slime, you know what I mean? Well, there's a thing that really opened my mind. I did a paper in college about um, DJ Danger Mouse. <coughs> Don't know. Who did the, the Grey album. So he took the Beatles White album oh, and Jay-Z yeah. Black album and blended it together. Oh, no, so, I didn't see You that. didn't hear about that? It's called the Grey album. So the White album and the Black album. So it's like, it's really actually cool, but he just kind of took the tracks and blended them together, changed a little bit of the tempo and just kind of put one over the other. I mistook it for another And he got thing. sued by both. So he got sued by Jay-Z and he got sued oh, yeah. by you the Beatles. You can't screw with the Beatles. That's I sure. think somehow he won against the Beatles, but lost against Jay-Z. Yeah, he's going to pay a bunch of money and stuff and couldn't blah, blah, blah. But it's bullshit because it's like Jay-Z's whole fucking, every, like listen to a Jay-Z song. Yeah. Half of the, I mean, the whole song is a sample Samples. he's ripped from someone who made that he's a song paid, in the sixties that he's paid handsomely for. Though. But it's just like <laughs> Isn't that ridiculous. It's like the intellectual problem. Some of it's that they didn't pay for. Some of it they get away with by saying it's like we've manipulated it enough, like we've oh, altered yeah. it enough. Well, how is it like the you one still that's can't the big one? Instagram videos. It's a really good song called I don't even know what it's called, but it's the Lucifer Son of the Morning. I'm gonna chase you out of Earth. I don't know. It's his reggae song, song, and the whole song, it's, like, it's actually a very like pro-God song. Oh, you is know? he in reggae now? But Jay-Z takes this one line and like makes it like this, almost like like he changes the voice, so the voice goes from being like a little more like reggae Jamaican to sounding almost like a woman. Yeah. Like it sounds like, Lucifer, son of the morning, I'm gonna... But like the reality is it's more like, Lucifer, son of the morning. It's like... But that's how he like does it. He can kind of skirt away. It's like if you take the guy's voice, yeah. change the speed, yeah. alter the pitch, yeah, maybe like different. alter some of the words or insert. That now you can just it. 
take that person's intellectual property and profit on it. But then that same guy who's willing to do that is going to turn around and sue the fuck out of some small little no-name artist who's using your music and altering it and changing it. You know, it's just such a big, like, hypocritical double standard where it's like... Oh, totally. You're going to what? Use your rich, powerful lawyers to shut this guy up for using your intellectual property. But you have no problem with building an entire musical empire on, you know, other people's intellectual property. Exactly. So that's where I'm kind of like, I just see that hypocrisy. I'm like, just fuck well, it, dude. It all just needs to be like the out world, there in the public domain, kind of. Hypocrisy, that's for sure. Well, that's, yeah, definitely. It just depends how, <laughs> how, how much you can get people like us to go along with it. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you know, when we stop the point where we yeah. stop just bitching about it on social media and do something about it. You and know? start bitching about it on podcasts. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> evolving. Step up and make a podcast where we bitch about uh, it. I'm not intending to commit suicide <laughs> anytime in the next three weeks yeah. at least. So I love my life and I love Hillary Clinton. I would, I would never, never hurt ever, myself ever do anything to harm Hillary Clinton or the Clintons in any way. Exactly. Just let it be known. I don't know anything about the Clintons. You know, it's funny. I didn't even think of her as such a terror. I knew I didn't like her even when I was a supporter of Obama like back in the day. I just, there was something about her. I didn't like the way she She's ran her campaign evil. again. She's she evil. just seems like, and he the way she too, looks. Bill. I mean, they're just so... They're just like they would. They would totally like literally throw you under a bus if it like I don't helps know. them out. You know what I mean? Like they're those people where they're just Bill Clinton's so, all right. Like I think Obama's corrupt. You know, there's like people where it's like, yeah, just you know, you're corrupt. Like Trump, he's just corrupt. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like whatever. The Clintons are like evil. Like there's a line where you cross. I think where you just start being like wicked. Where it's like you're willing to like. You're not just like out to like make a bunch of money and kind of trick people and lie to people. Like you're out to like ruin lives to benefit your power and like gain power and be all shady and well i feel but like, like i like said i have obama. nothing against the clintons at all no. <laughs> i, I love like my life like i have no thoughts of suicide was... ever i don't um yeah <laughs> i don't I have any like way Barack of killing obama, myself they knew he was like investigate a fashionable my person. Dad. he was young and you know he was african-american that would be another big milestone but he promised change and things like that so i think they were smart to put him up and allow him to go but i mean by the time the end of a campaign like that's done you have borrowed so much money from people who expect a return that the pure person you were at the beginning of that uh, he owes some people you know and it right. happens to everybody and uh, I just don't think it happened with Donald Trump just because he had enough money to do it himself. Not to mean that he wasn't crooked beforehand, oh, yeah. but I mean, with someone like Obama, like a young maverick coming out, he needs money to start this campaign, and money requires favors, and it comes back on you eventually. So I do think he did a lot of things, a lot of favors. Yeah. I mean, was he corrupt? I don't know. I mean, I think he did a lot of things out in the open. I think it's just people were so starstruck with him that they he could just laugh about it and act like it wasn't bad, and it would be in a non threatening way. And he'd be like, oh, it's okay. He's like, and people are worried about these FEMA camps. Yeah. <laughs> we need to put you somewhere, dummies. Everyone's like, ah! <laughs> He's like, stupid bastards. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, no, the government's not spying on you. <laughs> He's like, actually, I'm sorry. The government's totally spying on you, and it's worse than well, you Well, you know thought. what? He could have handled He could have handled the whole Snowden thing a lot better. Oh, yeah. He really could. If All he really was this great changer and stuff, he could have just, just straight up just um you know exonerated him right there and been like yeah we got problems we're trying yeah. to curtail this well and assange and uh chelsea manning and all you know all that 
He could have, you know, not invaded and destroyed Libya. He could have not bailed Syria, out all dude. the Wall Street banks for no good reason. I don't at all. care about Bashar. He could have not pushed a bullshit health care bill that was written by corporations instead of actually like good, yeah. <laughs> influential people. Man, the EU. I mean, he did a lot of shady bro. shit. I should have known. We should have all known because he was an Illinois politician. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's just. I, I'm from Illinois. It's like we all got. Like, why did we not know and see that? Like, we know. We're from Illinois. We know. I mean, who else do we All have, of our though? governors are, are in really jail. Gonna elect- <laughs> all of all, I think literally five out of five of our last governors have all spent time after in jail the for Bush corruption, corruption for. But eight what Obama's years, the man. one guy that just was squeaky clean somehow by right. rising up to be senator of the state. Somehow he's just he's the one guy that's not corrupt. It's like we all should have known and seen. After all the Bush. Bush bull, dude. People were not ready for another Republican. He's better. He's better than Bush for sure. But like, well, everyone was not, not ready for not, another Republican. And who do we got? Really, the good. forerunner was John McCain. And John McCain's not much of a conservative as he was. Oh, yeah, really, no, I mean, no. rest in peace, all respect reserved. But and then Sarah Palin was really his. Like that was a, okay. So the Democrats put up the yeah. first black guy, so we'll have a woman vice president. Yeah. And that really backfired on him too, because like woman vice president, it's like. All right, it'll be our first woman who's second best to this yeah. man. <laughs> you know what I mean? It like really backfired. And on fa- you know, to be on top fair, of though, truth. John McCain was really creepy and old, and everyone assumed he was going to die. And he had that so. left gland. Then, <laughs> like everyone just kind of assumed like he was going to die really it soon. Does seem like a cheap so like pretty much people did kind of believe that Barack Obama was, was just unstoppable, dude. <laughs> and Mitt yeah. Romney had a real strange airiness about him. Just, he was too fake. Yeah. I like Trump more because he's unpolished. Because I don't like everything he's wrong. he says. Because yeah, it's just. It's wrong. refreshing. I don't like him, but I like that he's just true and authentic. Like I don't like who he is, but I like that he is who he is. Yeah. Like, he does him. He There's does. no you can know he's just yeah. the asshole that he is. It's well, yeah. like it's no more like I hate when I watch a real scumbag pretend to be nice or act pretend. like they care. I'm so sick of everyone just That's I think that's what everyone is. Well, my sick group my think tank has advised me that I should take this How about the Chappelle show special? And, the yeah. Chappelle special. Oh yeah, yeah. They closed it to audience scores and it got like a zero percent and moved up to 25 percent critic rating and then when they open it up to the public audience score has a 99 percent fresh yeah. and i feel like that shows zero percent that zero percent critic right yeah now it's at like 25 i think or 12. that's probably fake because they were like fuck yeah. we overdid our but i mean that, <laughs> if that doesn't show rating, you the divide <laughs> we have to oh, compensate now and I feel like when you say that you have no doubt he's going to win, I don't know because I can't say anything for certain, but I will say... I think it's his will lose. I would say by the time his first term is fully over, more people will have changed their mind from a critical stance on Trump to either an I don't care or I, I understand what he's saying than people who supported Trump and are like, I'm totally anti-Trump. Yeah. Just because it was way too much... I'm not saying there weren't enough reasons to dislike the person on a social level or anything or as a person... But so much of it was built on a house of cards that has just collapsed, and it just yeah. looked too ridiculous, and it really added to the whole fake news yeah. phenomenon. You know, everyone's like, because it is. It's just so transparently. Well, it looks that way because it is that yeah, way. You exactly. know? It's like we all kind of, it, we all just open our eyes. We're like, oh. Oh, they really are lying to us. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. All the time. <laughs> and it's like it took an asshole from Brooklyn, like a shady asshole that probably owes a lot of money to the mob. <laughs> well, the best part is, <laughs> for some reason, can just like keep it real and speak the truth for some reason, even though he's like this authorized, approved, shady character. The best part is that nothing. <laughs> usually, you see things that haven't aged well in terms of like a decade, but with Trump, everything was like boom, 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 boom. So you see things that have 
haven't aged well from like a year and a half ago, like when Henry Rollins was on the Joe Rogan experience and he was like, they're going to find out about the Russia collusion and all. And he was just so confident with it. And I have no qualms with Henry Rollins, you know. I think he's a bullshitter sometimes, but it's like you sat there with such a confidence that this was all going to come out and none of it did. And it's yeah. like now we're seeing things that aren't aging well months later. And it's yeah. just like, it's like doom, 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 doom. Yeah. It's like. I think it all just doesn't age well, right? Anytime yeah. you're in politics, this tri- especially when you're very tribal, like, oh, the Democrats are blah, 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 blah. It's mean, like, you gotta know there were you're going to regret that saying well, that in like, two um, years, man. <laughs> it's like going to acid techno rock concerts and mesh tops and getting raw dogged by strangers while your wife's yeah. at home. That aged well. I mean, yeah. <laughs> people are still doing that. <laughs> Still yeah. going strong, dude. Yeah, do you have something to tell us? Is that so, uh, no, no. I'm just saying I know plenty of people. Uh, 1996 is alive and well, dude. Mostly in Asia. Love it. Love it. Love it. I, 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 I'm, I, I'm going a little off script here. But... I'm not a witch. I'm nothing you've heard. I'm you. And, 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 and by the it's three agencies of government when I get there that are gone. Commerce, education, and the, um, uh, what's the third one there? Let's see. Well, I do think the House of Representatives at this time is an unsafe place for children and other living things. But, but I'm here to, and, and, and let's be clear, in the first, now you don't have to walk it in. Our enemies are innovative and resourceful, and so are we. They never stop thinking about new ways to harm our country and our people, and neither do we. I wanted to ask, last question, um, what are your thoughts on 9-11? My thoughts on 9-11? Well, I was just a child then, and I can tell you I remember exactly where I was. I wasn't at school because I had an orthodontist appointment. I was not yet at the orthodontist office. I was in my bedroom, and I had a um, uh, 12-inch SS tank commander G.I. Joe with a Luger pistol and I had a World War II Marine G.I. Joe in full camouflage and I was having a battle with them and I remember my mom was started calling people on the phone and I put down the dolls and I went in there and I looked up at the news and I saw a plane hit the second tower and I said what's happening and she says something bad's happening and I just was like ah I don't even care I'm in third grade and I went back and played with my G.I. Joe dolls and I went to the orthodontist and they kept talking about it and after they fucking foot binded my teeth with their goddamn contraption (laughs) I went to school finally my mom was debating whether to send me or not but then she wanted me just to go so I went and I went in there and I just walk in the class and I'm like we've got bombed and my teacher just looked over and he's like shh and everyone's like, what? Well, because they didn't tell the kids yet. Really? You know, yeah, I guess they were pulling an old George W. Bush. They were still yeah. reading the little duck that couldn't <laughs> piss or some my shit. Little gun or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I remember that, you know? And uh, yeah. I remember when I went out on the playground, there was a kid running around with his arms stretched out, like, I'm a plane, and someone was running, I'm oh, the no. Pentagon. Like, yeah, like, yeah kids you don't, don't know. Yeah, you don't, yeah. But that fucked up our entire country, yeah. 9 11. It justified a surveillance state that we couldn't ever comprehend. It, it changed our values as Americans, and I do believe that the entire security network that's been created has played on that seed that happened at Columbine, dude. I mean, you look at a lot of people who are disenfranchised, a lot of people who want to get violent, who are resentful about the world. 
They realize 90% of their life exists on a documented computer server somewhere. Nothing is truly private except what they hide from their parents and friends. The government knows everything about them, nothing about them special, and everything they see is a selective targeted ad so they can spend more money they don't have. And I feel like a lot of that has caused a lot of this mental illness in the United States, just the idea that privacy is now an illusion. You're only private with people you care about that you want to know everything about you, but you're too shy to tell them, and you're completely public with the scum of the earth that want to extort everything from you. Yeah. These views are not those of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. My new my new take though is that um, like if you you know that whole like 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 who benefits right like who benefits from nine eleven wasn't it the rednecks. The Rednecks. <laughs> Are we talking about the 1990s band Cotton Eye Joe? Like what? Like like just like conservative America? Didn't conservative America win after 9/11 in a fucked up, weird, reverse way? I don't really know if they won. Like, think about who just like that, did that might well. have been it was a all side like effect. Republicans and neocons and like conservatives sure, and like sure. rednecks and all a these lot like of them did. But I, I kind <laughs> of had a good run any, there. <laughs> if you want to get into any conspiracy side of 9/11, that was definitely on a. I would say I would tend to lean more towards a global scale. Yeah. And I'm not talking Money about the entire world. The elite Meanwhile, at the people. Legion of Doom, I'm talking yeah. like definitely <laughs> Israel was involved. Some other well, people, yeah. Saudi Arabia, knew what was going on. I just on. think the red, extremely powerful people that you've never even heard of carried yeah. it out, did it, carried it out, all the stuff, had it all like sophisticately organized and everything just ready to go. And they didn't let anyone in the know that we think is in the know really know what was up. Yeah. So I think like George Bush, like ev- everything was this giant con, and they're just like, okay, George, like here I, you go, like I, here's a here go go read this book to the kids. I, I love. And it's George all just Bush, this giant man. plan. Like even the book was like I a creepy him. coded cryptic thing, and George is just kind of sitting there, just like in the middle of it, like oh fuck. I love George. Oh w. fuck! Bush, and they, then the guy comes in and is like, hey man. The globalist, so that, that guy, dumb. that aide comes in and whispers in his ear like, hey man, the uh, the elites are bombing us and uh, they told me to tell you that you need to just sit there and act like an idiot for the rest of the day. And George is just like, oh, fuck. Well, it's a lot. Like, there's I nothing mean, I can do. Like, he wasn't like, I think thinking. it's just like, even like the president is just so like powerless in those situations that it's like I will say that if there rich, was powerful, a conspiracy involved in 9-11, George W. Bush was not involved in it at all. Well, he's just the patsy. He's just the he idiot was. that they're like. Dick Cheney was our president. Okay, now go out and read the speech. <laughs> and they Cheney, hand him a speech yeah. that's like, we're going to go bomb Afghanistan. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, who's writing the speech for you, dude? It's like, oh, yeah, the really he rich looks people. At it, he's He's like, ego te sum. He's like, this is in fucking Latin. They're like, it's upside down. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. The the day is weak. The day is lost. I watched some, I watched a video one time that was like, George Bush is a leader of like the biggest satanic cult and like all this stuff about like his wife. Skull is, and bones, dude. His wife Skull is and like Alistair Crowley's granddaughters and all this like stuff where it's like there's this giant satanic ritual and George well, Bush is the high that, black uh, priest. I'm like, dude, George, look at George Bush. Like he's smart and manipulative and he's kind of inside. But he also just had like people handing him speeches, going like, "Here you go, read this." And he's like, "Oh, uh, I guess I think he's fun Saddam has weapons. We need to go bomb." Him. He was a fun. <laughs> he was a fun goofball. He was fun to hate on. Like I think he's just a puppet. Like but, I just I mean, told I him what to I say. Don't really have any real animosities toward. But I will say that I do believe the world's run by Satanists. So 
with that. Definitely. But I wouldn't say. I, think I that's obvious. I mean, I wouldn't point. know if that uh, there's all of them are serious about it, like believing in Satan, or it's just a yeah, part of know. like the cultural thing that they do. But I mean, Bohemia Grove's a real thing. Right yeah. up the street from here, that's a real thing. I mean, uh, Alex Jones snuck in there with his <laughs> camera, dude. He Quote filmed unquote, him. Quote snuck so in there. So what? What, what the? Yeah, he's a full fledged member, probably. Yeah. But I mean, what is it? What is? What kind of gentleman's club is this? Where you know, congressmen and senators dress up in brown robes and go outside in front of a giant owl effigy and burn a giant wicker human. Well, yeah, and it's, then sacrifice the care. Yeah. Right. That was the whole. Well, there was it. this great. Uh, it was like release of care, so that like should, all these world world rulers could go like bomb countries. If I had to put this out to it. anybody, I would say look up this uh, Danish investment banker. Uh, no, he wasn't Danish. He, he might exposed have been. Illuminati, right? The yeah, you re- did you watch yeah. that where he talked about breaking when they tried to have him kill a child or yeah, something? Stuff, and yeah. I mean, he cried, and uh, you know, I mean, I'm not saying it's all genuine. I don't know. I can't say, but his response seems seems really believable. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, seem, I mean, it could be just like, like literally the greatest actor a total of eyes time, wide shut thing. And yeah. I think that's what's funny is like Hollywood is just starting to dissolve itself with this Me Too thing that got out of control and it's like that's their bread and butter like these rich aristocrats go to these weird fucked up sex parties out of excess wealth wear weird masks Fidelio Fidelio you know Tom Cruise is right there yeah (laughs) control control the mind but yeah I mean there's a whole world of secrecy and wealth above our heads and that's why I don't believe in a big state anymore because they can't manipulate a big state if there isn't one yeah but they can easily manipulate it if there is one I think the United States of America needs to break up into like a thousand states I wouldn't even be because how can you control that. you wouldn't be able to like control like if we just had little pockets that were quote unquote states everywhere yeah you wouldn't be able to control it plus it'd be better governed I mean California shouldn't be a state. California is up. 20 different countries that we've made one state How about of the cowboy a country. California? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, literally. Farms, like, San Diego cowboys. should be its own country. I mean, it really. And, like, California, like, LA should be its own country. Like, real, not quote unquote country, however you want to, like, define it. But it's like these regions should be, like, completely separated. Well, you whatever know? happened to that breaking up into three bill? Did that ever go anywhere? Because they were talking. They've delayed about it, and then they're just going to end up. It's never going to happen. Yeah. No. Like, like Brexit. Man, the rich people him. can't let it happen. Yeah, they need to leave. Nigel Farage, I like that. Well, yeah. <laughs> I remember I watched him one time, and he got in trouble at the European Parliament because I guess the guy that's in charge of the European Parliament is like this weird guy, and he doesn't know how he's elected. He just looks like a crony, so he's just like, you have the charisma of a damp rag and the appearance of a low-grade bank clerk. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> and he got fined for saying that. Yeah. Like, like I remember, like watching Lincoln or movies like that, when like our congressmen would hit each other with canes and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How dare you? Well, the British too, because they do get up and yell. Oh yeah, at they each still other. do. They like, heckle each other, right? They like, heckle a little bit, but <laughs> nowhere near like people used to. It's like, yeah. I just think it's funny that we have like absolutely none of that though. It's like ours really, is boring as fuck. They just yeah. sit there, they're all quiet. Jim's sleeping. He's waiting to hear about oil. Yeah. Like, oil legalize it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tobacco, vote for it. <laughs> weed, put it down. Wait, Marble, what? What? Oh, you're Wait, making weed cigarettes. All right, we're for legalizing yeah. it. New studies have come in. Wait, we can make we can tax it. Mm. Well, balance that, our budgets. Oh, I'm okay. Legal see, now. It's now legal now that we can balance our budgets. Dude, when are those coming? Remember that theory? They had pictures of the box. It might. Like it might. Has patents in Canada. Patents up there. It's I like, think it might still come. Yeah. yeah well, obviously they're gonna make commercial. Joints. It's just going to get more and more normalized. Yeah. 
to the point when like with shit and it's gonna be worse and then boomers are gonna die and then like boom they will <laughs> like <laughs> asshole boomers won't be like the most hypocritical people ever where they like have a weed revolution and then like tell all their kids that they're not allowed to smoke themselves you know yeah <laughs> and we're gonna put you in jail and demographic though or is that perpetuated later? no but i think everyone just kind of i mean who went to woodstock i think who went to woodstock who knew about woodstock yeah not a lot i mean you hundreds of I thousands i would go maybe if i knew about it but i wouldn't have even known yeah about it. <laughs> well yeah, yeah it was a hundred it was like 200 300 000, wasn't it i would have it said a lot. Like, yeah it was a, it was a very large amount of people for the and venue. if you're talking about like 1960s population of like 200 million people and then out of all like the kids that would have like been in that age demographic it probably would have been like 50 million yeah so you're probably talking about like two percent oh, if it was nowadays <laughs> like two percent of about the people that, new that... that they just had failed dude and they paid like jay-z and everyone in full oh really yeah they, they canceled get, like, everything permit. yeah they canceled it and jay-z was real great he had a Bob i kept Marley hearing like every movie. week it was like it's back on and then yeah, it was like yeah, back yeah. it's canceled again well, they tried. <laughs> they, they tried. and then a week later my buddy would go no they're trying to do it again i go look it up and it's like no nope, they're not but isn't that like a bitch though <laughs> that they couldn't have that festival based on permits like i get it, it was yeah. a stupid idea you know jay-z's playing at woodstock they had like four guys over the original one and they have new and it's like Woodstock wasn't about this new thing that's going on. It was a different thing. It was like yeah. almost a political thing. It was that type of music. And every time they've tried to have a Woodstock since then, it's just been not good. Well, that's my argument. So we'll, we'll wrap things up by going full circle. So I think if you try to force Woodstock, yeah. it doesn't work. Yeah. Just like like socialism. Yeah. Right? Like you try to force it. Yeah. It's not going to fucking exactly. work. Like people are just going to naturally resist. It's not going to be authentic. It's not going to be cool. It's going to be, you know, obviously some people are like pushing it because they're trying to make money on it, you know. But if it just happens, like if a bunch of people are just like, let's go out in a field and party. Yeah. And then like, let's convince some good like artists to come perform there. And then it just kind of happens. There's like a magic to it. And people buy in. And people want to participate. People will pack a fucking car and drive across the country yeah. and show up and party well, they do. They for show, fucking they, free with nothing in, you know what I mean yeah, like with like literally no clothes on their back yeah like but like right but then 30 years later with more money more resources more oh, yeah. ability to organize and we're like let's make this thing happen and it's like no actually we can't you know and I think it's the same thing with like just political systems and economies and like anything like insert whatever here it's like if it's free and people are just like naturally on board and like choosing to do it it works and then you start like regulating shit and forcing shit mandating stuff you know permitting stuff it's like that's where you just start it's running all into about all these paycheck, problems dude. Yeah. how can we extort well, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. not only do we pay income well, tax but then we just pay after we get paid too we pay more taxes it's like what the hell Tax, and it all tax falls and on tax the middle and class. tax and tax and, you know, and tax. We might be on the very low end of the middle class because, like, the lower class, like, you really know when you're in the lower class. Like, I have well, some yeah. very impoverished relatives, and, like, it's tough. Yeah. But it's not as tough as, like, what middle class would be in North Korea. But, <laughs> but I mean, it's tough. So even us here, I mean, That's in jail, here. actually. That's just in a work camp. Exactly. <laughs> but, I mean, it's... There's, like, the so. upper class, then there's, like, jail, and then there's, like, work camp, and then there's just execution. But the <laughs> That's the social like, classes of North Korea. <laughs> just been I will say that Denmark That's, is smart in that they have, like, almost, like, a 0% corporate tax rate. So, like, their right. companies 
make an extreme amount of wealth and they produce wealth and that's what really allows them to tax their poor population 65% tax. Because yeah. I went to Denmark, my girlfriend was Danish and she loved it and I, that's when I started going towards more conservative and she's like, oh, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I went there and it's like you buy it. They, the way they hide their extreme taxes, they just make it look like goods are expensive. Like you know how here they have that shiesty tax where five fifty, and then you're like, well, I gotta have anywhere between five fifty and eight dollars when I get to the cash register because I don't yeah. do the math. There it's all included, so you'll buy a can of toothpaste and it'll be like a dollar thirty here. It'll be like eight dollars there because of like tax and shit. It's like, but I mean, they get paid a lot of money because their corporations don't get taxed at all. It's like you kind of gotta pick and choose. It's either you're going to tax corporate America really high or you're going to tax the population really high. But you cannot tax both really high because that's just going to be a disaster. Because yeah. corporate America is going to not pay American workers then if they're getting taxed high. <laughs> now they're going to pay Chinese workers. Oh, yeah. And then us, we can't afford our taxes because we're not getting hired for jobs here. Everyone can't be a plumber. <laughs> Sweet. But I want to wrap up just by, again, kind of shouting out um, where you can find Rico... It's at Rowdy Rico. Um, again, that's R O W D Y R I C O 1992. Um, he's a veteran. He's a gun owner, comedian, philosopher, patriot. Handsome man. Handsome. <laughs> handsome man. Yeah, and then you can find me at Sean V Planet on Instagram, Twitter, Gab, YouTube. Please subscribe on YouTube, even if you don't actually care about the content I put on there. I just need those followers. <laughs> so hit me up on that. Do me, do me that one solid favor. Um, and if you actually care and want to hear more of these podcasts, subscribe to Sean V Planet on Spotify, Podbean, Google Podcasts, and Apple in the future. So yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, thanks again. This has been awesome. (laughs) My conspiratorial fans will love this for sure. (laughs)